after a storm, when it's been raining, sometimes we are surprised by the gift of a rainbow, stretched out in all of its majesty like an arch across the sky, that we stand there still just looking at it, mesmerized by the radiant colors, perhaps tracing it with our finger, seeing where it begins and where it ends, that it is a reminder to us that there are more than just storms in this world. And I did not realize this, but apparently a rainbow is more than just an arch. That's just the part of it that we can see, that it's actually an entire circle. That if you went up in the sky and looked at the rainbow from a particular angle, you could see all of it. But for us, the horizon keeps us from seeing the entire circle. And such is the presence of God. That There are moments in our lives where we would want nothing more than to see more of God. But we can't because of the rain or the lightning or the thunder. And even when the storm finally becomes calm, we only catch a glimpse of the arch of God's goodness and not the entire circle. It's like the story of Moses where he was unsure about what to do next. That The people of God had already been through so much escaping oppression in Egypt. They were chased by the Egyptians within an inch of their lives, and now they had to take the next step. They had to leave Mount Sinai, where God had made them a promise. God had reaffirmed that promise. I will be your God, and you will be my people. But they were still discovering who God was and who God called them to be. So Moses, in all of this uncertainty, reaches out to God and says, we need you to go with us. We cannot do this by ourselves. Please, show us your way. And the Lord said to Moses, I will make my goodness pass before you and will proclaim before you the name, the Lord. But you cannot see my face, for no one shall see me and live. That Moses caught a glimpse of God's goodness and grace, but Moses could not see God's Face, he only saw a part of the rainbow. Moses had all these questions the whys and the why nots. 
But he didn't get answers to all of his questions. He only received partial answers because there are some things that are more important than the answers. In fact, the danger of having all the answers is that they can end up replacing God. It's like that old riddle. What's the difference between you and God? Well, God never thinks God is you. But if we have all the answers, if we hold on to those answers too tightly, we get those two things confused. And we end up, stop seeking the living God. That it is, as Alfred Tennyson writes, our little systems have their day. They have their day and cease to be. They are but broken lights of thee, and thou, O Lord, are more than they. That God is more than the answers. God is the beauty which always leads us into deeper truth. And God is the mercy which is hard as we try, we cannot explain. And God is the love that tells us who we are and who we are called to be. And all of those things are more important than all of the answers. That we need the gift of mystery and faith. Because they invite us into the presence of the living God. It's like that story where the Pharisees and the Herodians teamed up together and they went to ask Jesus a question, but they really weren't interested in the question. They already thought they had the answer to the question, that they wanted to entrap Jesus to get him into trouble, that these two never teamed up. They were common adversaries. But they go to Jesus and they say, is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? Well, on the one hand, the Pharisees would have said, of course not. We don't pay taxes to Rome. Rome is oppressing Israel. But the Herodians, on the other hand, would have said, yes, we do pay taxes to Rome because they celebrated Herod Antipas but they teamed up together. Not because they were interested in that question, but because they both thought they had the answer and that that answer would get Jesus into trouble. But what they didn't count on is what is more important than the answer. That Jesus asked for a denarius, a Roman coin, and he held it in his hand. And then he showed it to them and said, whose picture is on it? It was the emperor. And around the emperor of Rome, the title said, Tiberius Caesar, son of the divine Augustus, 
high priest. That it celebrated the divinity of Caesar. Well, Jesus didn't answer their question. He simply said, well, then give to the emperor what belongs to the emperor and give to God what belongs to God. And all of a sudden, they had to consider what was beyond their answer. Where they just might encounter the presence of the living God. When Abraham Joshua Hessel was asked, what is the greatest gift that God has ever given us? The rabbi thought for a second and said, our ability to be surprised. Because he knew that awe and wonder and mystery makes reverence possible, that we need to be surprised, where we realize we do not have all the answers. There's always more for us to learn and to see. It's why we catch ourselves looking up at the night sky, waiting and hoping to see a shooting star. It's why we find meaning in committed, long-term relationships. Because no matter how well you know someone, there's always something new to learn. It's why you cannot put down a good book, because you're waiting to see what the next page might reveal. That we need to be surprised because we just might catch a glimpse of the presence of God passing by. When I was younger, I never really got too excited about standardized tests. Now, honestly, I wasn't really good at them either. You know, all those bubbles you got to fill in with number two pencils. The only solace I took as I was trying to work those math problems or read those passages is that it was always multiple choice. There was never any unknown answer. It was always A, B, C, or D. That was it. And I don't know if this is true or not, but when I was taking those tests, they always told us if you have no idea what the answer is, just guess C. That odds are it's C. And I had too many tests where there was a lot of C's. But life, and faith is more than just guessing C. It's more like an essay question where we have to wade through the questions and discover all 
of the possible answers. And along the way, we just might discover what is beyond the answer. We might stumble upon reverence. We might find hope. We might encounter the presence of the living God. Where the storms finally become still and the clouds eventually part. And we catch a glimpse of God's steadfast love. Amen.